With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Ascot United Behind the Goals podcast. This is episode three. My name is Dan Huff from the Ascot United Vet. The Ascot United Under 8s. And of course, the Ascot United pod. Um, great to be here. I am, as ever, not alone. I'm with um, Leon Palmer-Wilson. Now, Leon, you've probably got the one thing that all post- podcast presenters dread, right? Your throat's playing up, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, um, to be honest, it's uh, it's a little bit on the sore side, but I'm, I'm quite heroic about it, Dan, and I'm just going to forge through. I've hardly mentioned it to my wife at all. She, I don't yeah. think she even knows I've got a cold. Oh, I can believe that has not been true at all. Yeah, um, you sound like Whispering Ted <laughs> from the snooker. Yeah, I do. I, 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 I do. I do remember Whispering Ted uh, from back in the days where there was really nothing else to watch. Uh, and yeah, listening to him. Yeah, we all watched the MC World Snooker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, good, good. I'm actually recording today at the club. We are in um, Joe Gavin's office. She has very generously lent us her hood because I'm speaking to a couple of folks who've just finished playing this evening. Well, one of them's finished playing. One of them's finished watching and directing. Um, I'm really pleased to be here with Jake Perry, the head coach of the Ascot United Warriors. Jake, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, a bit wet after the uh, rainy session. But um, yeah, other than that, no, I'm good. Very good. Good, good. And it is a bit wet. You might even be able to hear the rain on the roof. But hopefully that doesn't um, prevent uh, you enjoying what we've got to say. Alongside me, Leon and Jake, we also have... Uh, now, we, we weren't sure of this lady's title, so we basically made one up, and she, she didn't say no quick enough. So uh, we're, we're here with Kerry Hooper, who is the Director of Football for the Warriors. Kerry, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. Well, glad that you're here. Um, we're trying to keep nice and warm, um, and Leon and I have got a few questions about the Warriors, really, and, and the Warriors setup, because many people listening may well not know much about the Warriors. So I'm going to start... I guess this is to both of you, really. Um how and when did the Warriors start out? Where did the story begin? Kerry, do you want to take that first? Um, well, Jake was actually on board before me. Um, 
a lady called Donna Molyneux um, started it. She uh, happens to be my son's or was my son's teacher. Um, and she has a son called Brett who loved playing football. He used to play for a New Zealand team, the Special Olympics uh, New Zealand. Um, then due to COVID, they came back over over here where she started um, working and she knocked on many doors, I believe, before um, Ascot United very kindly uh, opened the door and uh, to set up a special needs team. Um, and that was, I think, about two years ago. Yeah, I think it's coming up to about that now. Yeah. So, so can you just, what's the Warriors about? So, Jake, the, the Warriors is a uh, Special Olympics football team, um, obviously with Ascot. Um, as Kerry just said, I think I came in just before Kerry. It wasn't long before, but invited in by Donna um, to be the uh, football coach. They needed somebody who had um, a skill set to work with the boys who have um, special needs are broadened across uh, quite a large spectrum and they are all just desperate to play football and they absolutely love it so much and they they just need somebody who's there to take a charge and to pretty much give them the direction of what is what is the session going to look like uh, and that's then when I came and stepped in um, and ever since it's been I think it was 2021 yes it? Yeah, yeah, yeah summer 2021 yeah. so it's been just over two years now yeah. Um, and I could see that tonight, Jay. They were charging around, pouring down yeah, out there, yeah. and they're charging oh, they around. They yeah. absolutely love yeah. it. They will, they will play in any condition. It could be, at, it could be, two feet of snow. They'd still be like, let's shovel it off and let's play. They are so eager. Nothing would stop them. And it, ever since we started, the numbers were single figures. We had like seven or eight boys turn up, and now you, I mean, you've seen yourself tonight. We've now got double figures up to, I mean, I think. 13, 13 14. 14 boys turning up, which might not sound like a lot, but um, we've had people, some people that have come and have stayed ever since. We've had some people that have unfortunately had to leave, as Brett and Donna did, as Kerry mentioned earlier. Um, but we've now grown not only in numbers, but also in quality um, and relations on the pitch and off the pitch. It's um, it's really been quite outstanding. Yeah, fantastic. Leon, did you want to come in there? Yeah, um, sounds... Um... Sounds like uh, something that's going well and growing. Um, you've already told us how many players um, that you've got. I think you think you said thirteen or fourteen on a given training night. How does that? How many does that translate to then in a whole squad? Because of course, I guess everyone doesn't come every to every session, right? Well, you'd, you'd be surprised, as I said, how how eager they are to play. I think we've got fourteen, thirteen, fourteen on the books. Okay. Usually, we'd get around. I'd say anywhere between nine to eleven or twelve and turn up. Okay. Um, a small session would be anything under nine really they're just so desperate to play oh that's um, fantastic you don't get many that are saying they're hungover on a, on a Sunday oh they, it's definitely not the best there no <laughs> uh, so, they're all very um, very tell us tell us a little bit about sort of their backgrounds you mentioned that there are varying needs and I'd, I'd, I'd be interested to know um, yeah how you marry together people with different needs so I guess um, yeah, tell us a little bit about them and, and, and the kind of players that you've got and how that works. Well, they've all got learning difficulties okay. um, to varying degrees. Um, uh, some of them have Down syndrome, some um, have autism. Um, it, we do have a, a whole range. Um, and really they... Um, in order to qualify for a Special Olympics team, they just need 
to have uh, learning difficulties to some degree, okay. and and you need a, a you know a doctor to to say that that's what they had um, to qualify them for this team. Um, but their you know the jet their willingness to play is is unbelievable, and I know many of them have started out in local football teams and you know sadly just not fitted in um yeah. you know there's a lot of rules of football and it's it's quite difficult um when you have that learning difficulty to to learn at the same pace um, Understood. but that's where you know so brilliant yeah and jake has um just been able to communicate to them so well and if you'd have seen them a year and a half ago they're a completely different team it's fantastic to see it really is well, I've seen the last few minutes of a training session out there. It was great. I mean, I, I only saw 10 minutes, but the enthusiasm um, in, in that pouring rain was absolutely brilliant. But you do play games as well? Oh, yeah. Um, how, how many games are we talking a season? Um, I'm trying to think now. I think it's usually two or three across the season, really. Um, so it's not it's not many. I, I think I can remember because we started at the end. Of the, when we first started in summer, obviously, that was the back yeah. end of one season. So we've only had one full season, which has just gone. We're coming into our second full season now. Like four um, games, I think. Four games across that time. So I'd say maybe three three games maybe per season. So it's yeah. not it's not a, a load, but some of them have been tournament days. So they've yeah. got lots of time. But um and is that sort of five aside football, basically, is it? Or it's varied. We've had seven aside is mm-hmm. the, the big one we've had, but I think we've also it varies on the event. So usually you cooperate with the other team who also have their own set of boys, um, all girls as well, because we play against teams that are mixed gendered. And they have their own setup. Usually, when we do play a game, if Ascot are winning six, seven nil, we'll take one of the yeah. one of our players off. So sure. it'll be uneven. They'll have, they'll have seven versus our six or five, just because there's no there's no um, fun in one team getting absolutely hammered. Yeah. There's no fun for either side. We're scoring goals all the time, and they're getting you know loads of goals put in. So it's it's good to keep it competitive. Um, yeah. And to be fair, most players also understand that there's no arguing of. They've got six, you know, we've got seven, what's going on? So it's you it's usually quite good. But yeah, seven aside is usually what they what they play with. Can I just uh, I know I've got another question for you off the back of that. Years ago and, and for a f- couple of years, I coached the one of the Chelsea disability teams. I'm interested to know if you've if you've come across them at any stage. No, we haven't come across any um of the Chelsea, but we played who we played We've Karen? played Hart- Hertfordshire, we played Essex. Yeah, and Farnham. No, oh, okay. Um, we're, Saint Albans as well. Saint Albans, yeah. yeah. And we're also we're due to play Bracknell this coming Sunday. Yeah, big local derby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't lose that one. So, no. okay. uh, and and that's probably one of our biggest issues: um, finding teams that are local enough to travel to. Yeah, um, because as it as it is, our, our Ascot team here covers quite a wide r- yes. range, quite a yes. wide area. And then, um, you know, and not everybody has lifts to get, yeah. you know, a couple of hours mm. away. So um, we try to limit it to about an hour. Could um, they, I was going to ask you about that, actually. You, you, the guys must live, you know, in quite a broad yeah. sort of area, yeah. right? And they're, they're all perfectly happy and, and people who help them, you know, are also happy to travel yeah. distances. Yeah. That's Be- all part of it, I suppose. Because, you know, um, you know, like Donna originally found when she was looking for somewhere for Brett, uh, you know, it took her an awful long time to find somewhere. So when you find somewhere that's good, you, you know, you'll do anything to make sure that your young adult 
get to training because that's what they want to do. They live all week to come to their training session. So it's, yeah. Fantastic. It, it happens. You make it happen. Yeah, that, that's, a, I, I, that's the, a good line, isn't I, it? You I, do make yeah, it happen. Yeah, and the parents, um, they help each other out with lifts. You know, we, mm. we know we're, we're quite good. Um, but, yeah, some do travel a good 35 minutes, I think. To get here well you do as well yeah <laughs> yeah well, I, I i come from um twickenham is where i currently am um, staying so uh yes yeah, so many years living there myself we'll talk later oh <laughs> yes yes so how are you recruited to Ascot then jay did you, um, did you see an ad somewhere or, or did so you know i i currently and did obviously at the time of starting work for a coaching company and um i believe that through ascot donna managed to contact my coaching company and then Ever since it's through the coach company that I work with with Ascot, so yeah, it got. It, I remember seeing a text message come through on like a Saturday evening, being like, "Look, there's this opportunity. Do you, any are you up for taking it? It's offered to other people as well." And I was like, "You know what? Usually, if any opportunity, I would be like, no, but some something's drawing me towards this. You know, I'm you know I'm going to go for. It. I'm going to give this a challenge, and I'm so glad that I did. Ever since I've been like, wow, this has been more than just." turning up and you know a job it's so much more than that so much more um so yeah it's been been very good well um it certainly got me uh thinking about back in the days when i used to coach that chelsea team and one of the things that was interesting was the the, the sessions were all about enjoyment they ended up though in, involved in certain league formats and my job was to really try to get them competing against um top opposition, you know, other Premier League teams who had disability teams. And it kind of lost its spark a little bit um, around that point. And so it's good to hear that you've got a nice balance of um, a few competitive games a year. And then and then you've got the training sessions, which um, uh, for me, from what you're saying, it sounds like the boys all enjoy it. And that's where it's got to be at, hasn't it? A hundred percent. I also just, not to scave over, when you, when you mentioned about the Chelsea team and how, it, almost like a balance of the enjoyment and competitiveness. It's. I remember when we went to uh, the Essex tournament. There was a tournament, and there were lots of teams from all over the place. And it was the first tournament we had gone to, and I was almost taken back by the atmosphere and environment where all the teams were so competitive, but also were so attuned with like a fair play side of the game yeah. as well. So, for example, there was a bad tackle. The opposition would pick them yeah. up, or even if somebody got nutmegged. Um, you'd almost, the players would give them a round of applause. Well, fair enough, you put it through my legs, which sounds crazy to, you know, I, I, to me that sounds crazy. If anyone not make me when I was playing, you know, Saturday or Sunday league, like I'd want to go not in. Best I go in and <laughs> probably want a, a two foot, but, you know, it's, um, they, they had a fair play trophy at the yes. end of the tournament. So there was two winners at the tournament. And it, I found it almost, uh, I was kind of starstruck by how, the boys at the end, when there was medals given out for the winners and then there was a trophy given out for fair play, how there was such an amazing balance of they really want to win and get the medal, but they also respect the rules so much, respect the opposition so much, yeah. they just completely respect the game, but it doesn't lose that that thrive. I think you often find that teams that can be um, without the competitiveness, it's like, well, what's the point? You lose the purpose. But it, in some environments that we've come across, it really isn't like that. It, it's yeah, yeah. really good balance. Well, so, interestingly enough, they, that well. yeah, that's good of you to mention that. Interestingly enough, we parted ways. I was moved along, really, because they looked at it and thought, okay, this is what we wanted. We wanted to see if Leon could, you know, bring the levels up a bit. But actually, um, I think everyone decided, actually, we were good how we were. You know, they're a decent team. 
a fun team, really good uh, levels of sportsmanship. And um, it, it, was, it was nice in a way. They kind of got back to that, back to their roots. So good to hear. Good, good. I mean, I was going to ask you then, where, where does this go now? Do, do you do you get bigger? I guess the answer is it depends who comes to you, right? Or what, what are the plans? Where will you be in five years? Yeah, I know. <laughs> who knows is the answer to that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what... I, mean I, I, I hope it's still going. Um, uh, you know, I would love to still be part of it. Um, you know, my, my son's hopefully going to be disappearing off to college. Um, but some of the team we've already seen, they've gone off to college and come back to the area and joined the team. So even if that happens to my son, I'm hoping he will come back. And I'm hoping this team will still be here when he does. Um, whether it'll be me, who's still director of football, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, you've only been there for a few hours. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, likewise, you know, mm. I don't know what Jake's yeah. plans are, but I, I just hope the, the team is still here um, just because they get so much fun out of it. Um, and it's not just fun, it's well-being, you know, the fitness levels. It's, you know, it's a purpose. Mentally, it's a great thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, your your star will keep rising because people, more people hear about you, right? And yeah. the more people who hear about you, the chances are there'll be more players who fit the yeah. fit the bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, a, I think, a forever-growing um, organisation, really, isn't it? Yeah. The more you have matches, the more you expand in people's awareness of your team or even, for example, this podcast in itself. Like, the more people are made aware of it, the more that it, it, it's going to reach mm-hmm. ears of people that are actually potentially looking for a team. Um, I think the goal in five years would be obviously to expand. Um, I don't know how many more boys I'd be able to coach just myself, but I mean, if there was a potential for there to be two Ascot Warrior teams, that that would be a good goal. What's what's stopping us from shooting yeah. too high? You know, if we don't make it, but if we don't make it, sorry, it's not that big of a deal. But if we could get two Ascot Warrior teams, that'd be fantastic. So and Special Olympics are also trying to. Um, get a they're calling them the comets um a younger team a youth team okay um for special needs i was going to ask you about the age of the guys it's a wide age span is it is that right that they're all adults they're all over 18 right okay um um i think our oldest player is 35 potentially in their 40s i don't really ask yeah 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 um but uh yeah so no no children no youth so um, that's something that Special Olympics would like to get off the ground. Okay. Um, I know they would like Ascot to be part of that. Um, yeah, so, fantastic. yeah, if, if, it, if we can do happen. that as well, that would be... Would well, that's be beyond great. the remit of Leon and I. We can sort many things out on this planet, <laughs> but that yeah. might be a slightly beyond us. But I, I hope this podcast helps the world know just a bit more about what you're yeah. doing. It sounds, it sounds fantastic. You'd mentioned that sometimes you play against mixed teams. But I guess that's that would be more in junior sections, wouldn't it? Because I don't know that you get mixed teams in adult football yet. Although maybe, as Dan knows, I, I reckon that's coming one day. Um, but that that's probably not going to work for you guys, I guess. Um, there is a mixed team. Oh. Um, or what's it called? Um, but it, it's mixed ability and... Um, but in terms mixed, of gender, it's yeah, all boys yeah, or girls. Mi- yeah, yeah. Um, I thought we played against... Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm. Yeah. Uh, but they they, they have an actual league. Is it Bobby League? It's called. Yeah, they have so. an actual league. But um, many of our players also play rugby, and they play in a mixed ability side. And 
they don't find it as rewarding as this. Interesting. They they feel that they don't always get enough time with the ball. Mm. Yeah. So um, so they. they so has the same problem in the vets. He never gets <laughs> enough time with the ball. Adam. <laughs> So, I, oh, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm always injured anyway. But we had, um, I did, because when I was coaching uh, my disability team, I was also coaching um, uh, an FE uh, team. And I did mix up the training sessions at times. And um, it was interesting to see um, that there was a little bit more to it than just the technical ability that made it at times tricky the teams to integrate well you know some of the some of the banter was a little bit different um some of the intensity and the behavior was a little bit different so there's quite a few things to factor in aren't they and you have to create that good environment in, in order to integrate and even when that had happened I did find that there were a couple I had who were certainly w- would have been capable of getting minutes in the in the mainstream team, if you want to call it that, but they, they weren't so keen. And so you've always got to think about having that environment, haven't you, where everyone's having a good time. Massively, yeah. I mean, I, I would I would say a coaching environment is, um, I would say, one of my biggest priorities when it comes to coaching Ascot. Um, I'd say it's it's the biggest concern when I come to sessions. I don't, I'm not there thinking is is this drill the exact thing for the boys. It's it's always how can I add to the environment or how can I sustain the environment if a new player comes yeah. in. Um, and a lot of the time you'll find with, um, I can only recall from the Ascot boys, but I found that it's how the boys can relate to each other in the environment, verbally, non-verbally, completely in the session. So even if I've just got them all lined up and I'm doing a warm up, if they're standing next to each other, there's already a bit of a tension of if they're all new, well, who, who are you? Do you know me? Are you looking at me? Especially with some of the boys that are quite anxious. So when it, I'm speaking to anybody that would be going into coaching a, a disabled football team, the environment is definitely something you've got to think about. And it's a contribution of not just yourself, but the players themselves. So it's almost like a orchestra and you're the conductor. It's the music can't happen without the players, but you are in charge. So to be honest, though, Jay, you saying that, I mean, I, I coach an under eights team and it's not massively dissimilar. Yeah. It's just that you're more aware of it. You're yeah. more tuned in. Mm. Whereas I think you, you just take a lot of granted as a junior coach and you probably shouldn't do. You, know, yeah, yeah. you probably should think, you know, you need to make sure the seven-year-olds are actually all at one, even if one is better than the other. Yeah. And uh, every coach thinking about that probably wouldn't hurt, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not just limiting that at all to no. mine. But as, as you said, this no, it's a fantastic point. It's, it definitely is showcased across all types of abilities, ages. I think it is potentially more obvious in, in my session of uh, the importance. But well, there's, uh, definitely you've got a real skill set well. there. And um, Dan, I'll make you absolutely right. If you, because I've watched... A f- quite a lot of disability coaches um, doing their stuff. And it's really interesting how they think about and structure the sessions to account for the different communication needs and things. And actually, I think there would be some really good cross fertilization with what the youth coaches did uh, and probably the adult teams as well, to be fair, if you um, did it right. Yep, makes a lot of sense. Folks, I know that um, you've already had long days today with coaching and everything else. So I'm going to round with a, round up with a much more general question, yeah. right? Take this where you will. Um, I asked Leon a while back who, um, you know, who his all-time football hero was. And Leon, do you want to remind us who you said? You I did, change I, if you want. I, no, I, I did go for Paul Scholes in the end. I started with Michael Thomas. It was a wonderful Arsenal midfielder. But in the end, it had to be Scholes for me. 
Yeah. Mm. But Kerry, I mean, I know your, your entry into football is perhaps slightly different from, from uh, Leon, from Jason, from mine. But if I said football to you, like 15 years ago, 10 years ago, who would you have thought of? Who would the superstar have been? No idea. I'm afraid really? it's the wrong shape balls for me. <laughs> oh, I see. We're into egg chasing territory, aren't we? From the other side of Office Dyke. Ah, yes. But so, um, I'll, I, I mean, I'd have to go for Gareth Bales. Gareth Bales? Just because he's a Welsh. You are aware that Gareth Bales' son is in our under seven? No. I'm not making, yeah, he's <laughs> All right, just get yourself down here every Tuesday, five o'clock. Look for the man. What's he called? The man bob? Is that what he's called? You know, the, 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 the top knot or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might just uh, bump oh, into wow. Gareth Bell. There you go. Oh, made your day now. <laughs> yes. Well, I've just I, switched my allegiance. But I like the response for one important reason. You know, you're heavily invested in Ascot United. Mm-hmm. And yet football was never your game. No. And yet you've found mm-hmm. your way to it. And... I know, I know. But that's, you know, my son loves it. Um, and I, yeah, I've started to, to like it. Oh, okay. I love, I love the Warriors. I love the team. But, uh, yep. yeah, now it's... Um, Fantastic. Definitely. Jake, where would you go with this? Who do you follow, uh, Adam? Are you an Arsenal fan? Like, uh, I am oh, a uh, Liverpool fan. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Stevie G was always a good role model for me. Um, although, I don't think I can ignore uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Although for Man United. I just love how much he's been such a a role model for football in general. He's so disciplined. He takes everything so seriously. Um, there's always the Messi-Ronaldo argument. It's, it's very difficult, but... That's a non-argument. They're both brilliant. It, we should be arguing at that. We should yeah, enjoy, we should enjoy them both. Um, I'm not going to de- get to that because that's yeah. a whole can of worms anyway. But um, yeah, no, I think Steven Gerrard, but also Ronaldo as well. But I guess to touch on that as well, um, watching and being a part of the Ascot here has definitely given me, like, I don't want to say a new lease of light into football, but it's definitely like um, every time I come here, I go away and I realise I was worried about work or worried about this, worried about that. And, and now I look at this, I'm like, these, these lads are playing football. And in a weird way, I'm like, you're the heroes for me for when I go back and I'm stressed and worried about everything else that I've got in my life. So, yeah, I t- I t- it sounds corny, but it is... If you are involved in the environment, you'll understand that the, that corny answer um, has some truth in it. Yeah, there's an inspirational element to it, isn't it? And I remember it very well. Um, to see, to see, it's 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 like, you know, when you have a training session where we don't argue in the vets once or twice a season, you could see it again and again. I was going to say, do we? <laughs> you get you get the odd one. Yeah, you get yeah. the odd one. If you come and watch certain disability sessions set up thoughtfully. Uh, by people like Jake, you just you could just see how football could be if everyone could sort of get on and um, play with a bit of intensity, with a bit, with a bit of a, a, a fair spirit as well. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not sure I gave you my favourite player, did I, Lena? Did I give you the name of them? There I was saying no one ever heard of them. It's that we just haven't heard it. So let's do it, Dan. Yeah, OK. Well, it, it, get Google ready, mate. Uh, my all-time football hero, and he always will be, is a guy called Victor Kazule. If you've heard of him, then you've got issues, right? Victor Kazule... Uh, was a Ugandan Glaswegian who came to Shrewsbury off summer Shrewsbury Town season ticket holder in 19... He's still awake, folks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In 1988. And single-handedly kept us in what is now the championship. He had um, had one or two challenges in life. He liked the tipple. Okay. um, And was regularly found by the manager, I'm not making this up, in pubs around around town, misbehaving. Um, But he he was an all-time legend. He wants... 
he once got carried off having scored the winning goal against Leeds because he did like an Arab spring, you remember the Arab spring thing? Mm -hmm. Super mega oh, celebration. Yeah. Obviously yeah. broke his leg doing it. So, uh, you know, he's waving to the crowd, having scored the only goal of the game with a broken leg. And as a 14 year old, um, I just could, I just thought this was beyond brilliant in a, in a comical way. So Victor Kazuli, Google him folks. He is a legend, um, mad as a hatter. So that, that's, that's where I go. Enough of him. Um, Go on, Lee. You want to come back on that? Don't well, you? I'm just seeing. It, Have you been Googling I've Googled him live, and he's a Scottish former professional footballer of Ugandan descent. He played mostly as a winger, and it lists loads of club, and it does include Shrewsbury right at the end of the clubs that he played for. So there you go. He's on there. Wikipedia him. You keep Googling. It's up this evening. There's a lot, there's a lot more to be said about that. that, that guy. Moving on, folks. Fantastic that you could chat to us. We, we obviously, you know, we're, I think we're a bit inspired by your respective stories. And and just, as I say, the stuff I saw tonight, I thought was absolutely brilliant. So keep up the good work. You've got, you say you played Brighton on Sunday. Is that on the 3G here? Yeah, You're aware. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Sunday morning. What, what time is uh, it? 10 o'clock. Yeah. I, I think I've got an SYL game at 11. I think this might be all coming together. Yeah. Nice yeah. to have to pop down and watch. Well, very best of luck. Thank you. Thank you very much. Do come back and keep us up to date on progress. And um, Leon, get yourself fit for Wednesday, Chief. I don't want any excuses. Laryngitis oh, can be cured, right? Yeah, I don't have to. I don't speak much at training anyway, do I, Dad? We'll be all right. Wrap up warm up either. <laughs> very true. Go, go well, mate. Look after yourself. Um, Kerry, all. Jake, thanks very much. Thank you, you very much. Thanks, Kerry. Thank you, Jake. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, Leo. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.